Hello and welcome to Engagement Express, the new podcast series for HR engagement and communication professionals. I'm really excited to be hosting this show where I'll be giving you inspiration and tips on how to increase engagement in your organisations. My name is Katie Siche and I'm an internal communications consultant who's worked with many well-known global brands to support their colleague engagement strategies. Join me every fortnight to hear more about the things you should be reviewing and doing regularly to increase engagement. In this episode, I'll be looking at communities of practice. The areas I'll be focused on are sharing expertise, what are communities of practice, building networks, innovation, and collective project working. In episode three of Engagement Express, which dealt with the subject of collaboration, I spent some time talking about the importance of sharing expertise, knowledge, and skills. This sharing of skills is so valuable in supporting collaboration, building authentic, robust relationships, and ensuring that Mary, in the IT department, doesn't walk off with the crown jewels on her last day in the office. Why is it so important to share expertise? Well, not only does it benefit the immediate and wider organisation, it also creates a culture of exchange where employees are not afraid to ask for help or indeed to give it. In fact, the opposite happens where employees give freely of their knowledge and see this as a positive interaction. It's probably worth going back to the beginning and looking at what are communities of practice. Communities of practice are groups of professionals that belong to a particular area of expertise. For example, nurses, midwives, builders, architects and so on. These individuals get together to share ideas, knowledge and information about their profession and get tips and tricks to help them in their careers. A lot of interesting and valuable interactions that can be quite deep and detailed happen in these forums. The value comes when ideas and thoughts are exchanged that create new and different ways of tackling old problems. So how does the support derived from a community of practice differ from a professional network that does not focus on the same profession or skill set? Well, the unique challenges that a midwife or architect will face are more likely to be understood by members of the same job category than those outside it. This familiarity with the typical problems, presents groups with opportunities to find solutions derived from a unique and deep understanding of the environment in which the group operates. A 360 degree view, if you like, 
building networks. We know from the success of social platforms like LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter that networks are needed, offer support and are valued. A virtual support network, especially during the ongoing COVID-19 crisis, is a panacea for many of the ills that lockdown has created around reduced mental health and general well-being. A network can offer much more than just a professional guidance. It can be a coping mechanism for many who rely heavily on the conversations and relationship building that takes place in these cloud-based virtual environments. In the context of employee engagement, what can networks offer? Well, employees are likely to want to collaborate with fellow practitioners within your organisation, as well as with colleagues outside their immediate professional sphere. What a community of practice can offer is a safe and trusted space where employees can feel free to express their professional needs and desires, think outside the box, brainstorm ideas and build strong and lasting professional relationships that can bolster and do wonders for your organisation's engagement levels. Innovation. Forums designed for communities of practice can be hives of innovative activity. The sheer concentration of individuals with a particular expertise can mean that new solutions to old problems are created via the collective brain power of the group. After all, two heads or more are infinitely better than one. But how can this collective innovation contribute to engagement? The community is a safe place for professionals or experts to share their knowledge and to brainstorm problems and increase their knowledge and skills. These specialists will naturally be feeling positive about these interactions and the regular opportunities they are getting to talk freely with their peers outside the usual constraints of the organisation they work within. They are likely to have experienced issues that they need to dissect. These forums will inevitably increase employees' feelings of autonomy, which will in turn increase their well-being, fostered by a collegial spirit of a problem shared is a problem halved. Collective project working. I'm a keen project manager and love working on an initiative or task that has a clear objective, duration and end point. There's something very satisfying about seeing a project come to fruition from planning and working on this collectively. Communities of practice, virtual or otherwise, can provide an excellent opportunity for professionals to pool resources to get a project off the ground and drive it through to completion. Projects created 
within these closed environments often have more impetus and momentum behind them due to the people working on them having a shared sense of purpose and belonging. This shared sense of purpose is the glue that holds these projects together so well and stops them from going off the tracks like standard work assignments. It's fair to say that such projects are usually self-generated and so motivated by a genuine desire to make the product, bring the initiative to life, or create a framework or process that works and is beneficial to the group and the organisation that the group works for. Freed from the usual bureaucratic constraints of red tape associated with formal company projects, the group tasks can be rapidly executed with minimal fuss by bypassing red tape using external tools and working outside of the organisational norms and hierarchies. A veritable utopia? Yes, in theory, but these communities will almost always have to comply with company processes if these ideas are to become a reality in the organisation setting. Thank you for listening to this episode of Engagement Express on Communities of Practice. For me, the key takeaways are Communities of Practice generate goodwill and engagement by providing participants with a safe space in which they can build autonomy and become empowered to self-generate projects. These projects can be innovative and create new solutions to old problems. And lastly, sharing information and expertise regularly will help create a culture where employees give and share freely, helping the organisation they work for to retain its greatest asset, knowledge. Join me in two weeks time when I'll be interviewing Bonnie Khan, Change and Internal Communications Consultant. Reach out to me and let me know what you think, or if you'd like to work with me further, at k2cche at wheretolookcoms.co.uk or via LinkedIn at k2cche. That's I-S-I-C-H-E-I. I would absolutely love to hear from you. And remember, opportunities to engage are everywhere. You just need to know where to look. <music>